Welcome, everybody, to Happy Hour, the podcast. You already know who I am. I got my good friend with me, Kayla, with me. Say what's up, Kayla. What's up, Kayla? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was funny. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to talk about Earl Thomas. Damn, bro. But uh, but first things first. Um, over the past couple days, uh, us as a community has been dealing with some shootings that transpired. I'm not going to talk about coronavirus. You know, this ha- this has been happening for two months now. We should get over it. But get over it. It's still happening. I know it's still happening, but we're not. We, we don't have to talk about it. Yes. Get over it. It's quite insensitive. All right. Well, yes, it is insensitive, but it's been two months. We we should be already adjust to it. But uh, on Tuesday, down in Georgia, we found out about a sh- a shooting that transpired. Three months earlier, three months earlier with the name, what's, what's the guy's name again? I forgot his name. What guy? The guy in Georgia. Um, need, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. But hold on. We're about to look up his name. We're about to look up his name. And it You're is, right. it's kind of like. It's kind of depressing to talk about this because we've been going through this for damn near eight years. And quite frankly, I'm fed up with it. So, and uh, I'm start, uh, just say what's on your mind about what transpired down in Georgia real quick while I look his name up. Um, so, my feelings on it. Yeah. How do I feel? I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel helpless. I feel uneasy. Okay, here we go. His name is Ahmad Arbery. Yes. Ahmad Arbery. So uh for those who don't know what happened, um if you didn't, I'm surprised that you didn't. But Ahmad Abrary, it was a 25-year-old black man in Georgia who was going for a jog, and he got killed by two racist white people. One is in his mid-60s, the other one's in his mid-30s, and he got shot with a 937 revolver. So, um... That makes me mad because this country, we've been saying for months that we want to have control over over guns. And yet, for some odd reason, white people, I'm not going to, 75% of white people have guns and they're killing black people for no reason whatsoever. And he got killed out in broad daylight. And it is, to me, it, it, 
it, it brings me back to eight years ago with Trayvon Martin. It, it brings me back to eight years ago with Trayvon Martin and to find out that he got shot after leaving a convenience store by George Zimmerman and he got shot by by getting a, a can of Arizona and some Skittles and he got shot. Everybody was wearing hoodies to support it. And then when once they got to trial and they couldn't find any evidence about him, then all hell broke loose. Like this whole the whole shit started a goddamn bonfire for the last over the last eight years. Then you had Mike Brown, right? So many people since then. Yeah, Mike, you had Mike Brown. You had Freddie Gray that happened in Baltimore while we was at Morgan. Mm-hmm. Even though this happened, even though the riots happened down out west Baltimore, it still f- affected the entire city of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Then you had Tamir Rice, who was a nine-year-old who got shot with a BB, who had a BB gun, and then they shot him for no apparent reason whatsoever. Then you had uh, Eric Gardner, who was parallel. I think he was what? He got shot he, or they, oh, choked, they him. choked him. they choked him and he couldn't breathe. Yeah, they choked him and he couldn't breathe. Then you had Philandro Castile, who got shot and his, I think his girlfriend was filming him while, mm-hmm. how he was bleeding out. And then... Uh, the last one that happened around 4th of July was Sandra Bland. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, it feels like we're living in a world where everything is going back and it's revolving in a circle. Like, the more things change, the more things remain the same. And and us as black people got to understand something that as much as we all want to see changes, nothing's going to change, unfortunately, unless we take matters into our own hands. Mm-hmm. And it's tough for us because also what happened in Indiana today, there was a guy in Indiana, I think his name is Sean, what is it? It was a he was in the military. The guy that was in the military, he was filming on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. And he got shot out in broad daylight running. And a district attorney that was there, he put pointed the camera up and they said, Boy, we need a uh, they're gonna need someone to carry him in a casket. It's maddening. It's maddening as black people because we we go through this every year, not even every year. It's like once every decade that we always go through this. And it's that we always go through what? Getting killed by the either by the police or by white people. Mm, or not, every day. It's not once every decade. It's like once every day, most likely. Yeah. Even, well, there's stories that you don't even hear about. But it it is it's upsetting because why do why as us why as black people do we have to fight for our lives to live another twenty four? 
Like this, this it's not. This is not. This is. This is not. This is not the norm. This is the norm that we have to go through for for decades now, and the fact that we don't have a a real true leader in in the United States because I don't count the president as a leader, especially not Trump. And the fact that Obama had was had to go through this while he was in the White House was pretty, pretty, pretty taxing on him because he had so much on his plate. And yet uh, killings of innocent people happen. Hey, what happened? Uh, even the uh, the church, the church that got shot up in South Carolina, mm-hmm. wasn't that by like a, a, a white, like a white teenager? Yeah. And he was in one of those extreme groups, extremists. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, and then like not too long ago, like three years ago, there was a KKK marched out in Charlottesville, Virginia. So I don't know. Like we're put into we're putting into we're in a lose-lose situation. And I don't know if there's a way out. Granted, we did the hands up, don't shoot thing. Granted, Kaepernick took a knee for all of us. And he yeah, he got blackballed out the league. And we supported him until, you know, PR stuff happened. But we're not going to get into that. But, okay, let me ask you this question. Within the last eight years that since Trayvon Martin, do you think that we have a chance to change the society that we live in? Yes, I do. If more people are accountable for their actions, then it can change because more people will hopefully stop killing people once they know they will actually go to jail for murder. This is something that has been happening for centuries that people have killed black people and gotten away with it. It's a whole culture. And now people are actually getting arrested. Officers are actually getting arrested. So I definitely think people are going to be a lot more conscious when they face a situation where they could kill someone because they can go to jail for it now. As long as we keep pushing, we keep getting in touch with the right people and making sure that people are trialed. I'm saying we need a right we need a right leader. Like I don't want Reverend Jesse Jackson or Reverend Al Sharpton or the thing is those people are old. They they are they are old people that are like young age. Young and and I respect for I respect LeBron for coming out and speaking on certain issues but he's only I know he's more than an athlete but there's so much he can do within this time frame of within this uh what what can he do he's only one man as much as I like to as he's only one man one man can't change the world or the one man can't change the world. The only way we can change the world is if we change the way we approach things. But a lot of race, a lot of people 
who see racism in their eyes just will not will never change. Whether they grew up in the deep deep south. The thing is, me personally, I think we need to stop focusing on changing people and focus on what the hell we're going to allow and what we're not going to allow. These racist people, it's deep. Like they're not going to be they're not going to come around. They're not not going to be racist. But what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do needs to change. Laws need to change. It doesn't I'm not really concerned about what is going on in somebody else's head. But when it comes to justice, that's what I'm concerned about. It's not I'm not begging anybody to come around. Honestly, fuck them. <laughs> but we can't say fuck the justice system because we're in it. Whoa, 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 whoa. We can actually say fuck the justice system. <laughs> no, you can't say fuck the justice system because when you say fuck the justice system, you're not trying to fix it. The The judicial system has been flawed for, for decades. Right. And now we have the power to vote for certain things. Well, here's the problem. It, I know we have the pro- the power to vote. And to change certain bills. Yeah, and to change certain bills, That's but what all the extra shit is when we go to vote that nobody cares about, those are important. We need to know what we're signing, what we're agreeing to. We need to know. We need to be more educated on those things because we are this is a democracy. Yeah, we are living in in a democracy, but we need a real true leader. It's not it's, it's so dangerous for somebody to even be a leader. I can understand why people don't want to be a leader. It's extremely dangerous. We need to lead ourselves. We as an individual, as individual people need to become educated on what we want to fight for. You fight with your brain. You don't fight with violence. So instead of waiting for somebody to come around and lead us, we need to study. We need to get educated on these things. We need to come up with plans ourselves. We can't wait for a leader to come around. Every leader that comes around is murdered. And yeah, that their is... message dies with them. It's not about the leaders. It's about the people. We as people need to make better choices. And it's happening. Like I, People are definitely more educated now. People are definitely more aware now because of social media. You don't have to even go to college to be educated on certain things. There's so much not 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 to say you don't need to go to college. We don't we're not promoting that, but I never said that. Well, but I meant I'm in general. You don't need if you choose that you do not want to go to college, which you don't have to. I honestly think college is partially like sometimes a scam if you if it's not in your best interest if it's not helping you in the future it can be a scam i do not think that college is the road for every individual in the world i don't i believe that you should always be educating yourself but that doesn't mean that you have to go to college so that being said we do need to take information and educate ourselves and prepare for things that are happening took the words right out of my mouth but we have a long way to go it's not going to be easy 
It takes time. Everything in life takes time. But time waits for nobody. So if we want to act, you got to act now. Now is the time to make a change. Because think about it. We're six months away from the election. Me personally, I don't like the two candidates that's running. But we have to vote for one of them eventually to be in the office. But she makes a good, a valid point about we have to educate ourselves. We have to know what, first of all, we have to know what we're talking about when we're educating ourselves. That's number one. Because a lot of people that go on there and talk talk the talk, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So it's, it is vital that we change the society that we are in because there's going to be a lot of kids 20, 30 years from now, they're going to look back and say to ourselves, man, what the hell did we get ourselves, what the hell did we come get ourselves into? So everything is going to change, but the only way we change is if we take actions towards the cause. So that's all we have to say about it. It's been eight years. The judicial system has been flawed, and yet we still haven't found a way to fix it, but eventually it's going to be fixed. Let's move on to something that happened recently, which I found... Yeah, quite hilarious, but also just plain stupidity. So, Earl Thomas is a safety for the Baltimore Ravens. And yesterday on TMC dropped a story that I had that I had to read. I actually read the story and I just said to myself, this man is dumb. So, he Earl Thomas is married and he allegedly was cheating on his wife. And how did his wife found him? I it's kind of pretty ridiculous that he got founded on Snapchat in his bit emoji on the map. And his wife, Earl Thomas's wife. And I believe his brother's wife, because he was with his brother at the time. Let's just say it was set off, both literally and figuratively. So, uh, Kayla, you have any thoughts about this one? I feel like this is normal. I feel like I feel like this happens all the time, but they're just celebrities. Like I feel like it's. Okay, so basically, let me explain what happened. So they got into an argument, and then she logged into his Snapchat account. So he's shaking his head, but bitches be logging into niggas' Snapchat accounts. Like, switch your damn passwords if you if your girl has your password. First of all, they don't know their girl has their password. Oh, they know. They don't. They know. They don't. If they did, they would switch it. Especially, just think think about the logic, Dio. 
why the fuck would my girlfriend have my password and I'm setting up appointments with another bitch on that account? That makes no sense. Maybe he didn't use his common sense when he was dating her and he gave her the password. The nigga is married and he probably knows by now. She probably, okay, he could have given her the password a long time ago, but guys don't do that in my experience. Unless they're like, goo goo gaga in love and like whipped, which <laughs> they do. But even m- nine times out of 10, even if a guy is whipped, he's not about to give the girl the password. For what? For what? And the thing is, I have hella friends that have hacked into their niggas' <laughs> accounts. Like, I've never hacked in, but they can fool around and guess what the password is. That's some stalkerific tendencies right there. Everyone's a stalker. You're a stalker. You get on Instagram and watch people all day. You're a stalker. Everyone does. So look, the look, stalker look. mentality is deeply in us at this point. Look, I know every everybody has stalkerific tendencies. Trust. So tr- it's not hard for a woman to find out anything about her man. Like. Yeah, but it's what, not healthy. But it, I feel like it's normal. Like, was it necessary that she got arrested for pull, pull, load, pulling up a loaded? Her nigga was cheating on her. Do you know that there's a whole crime of passion? That is literally, if she shot him, she would have. It, she could have gotten the crime of passion and not even been charged for real. What? Because. Whoa, 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 Do you whoa, not whoa, know whoa, about whoa, whoa. the law of crime of passion? Crime of passion. Okay, first of all. She she had a gun that was loaded. What is your point? My thing is this: if she pulled the trigger, what would you what would you have said at that moment when she pulled the trigger? I wasn't there. No, if she if she if you read the story that she pulled the if she pulled the trigger, you know what I would have said? Crime of passion. Do you do you let me explain what crime of passion is? Crime of passion is like when you are married and you catch your significant other in the act of cheating and you kill them. That would be a crime of passion. Your whole life, everything that you have worked up for has been destroyed in your face. You can lose your mind from that and you can kill somebody from that. And guess what? When you go to court, you will probably get off because your significant other was cheating on you and that drove you crazy. Infidelity is illegal in marriage. That's what a lot of people are forgetting. These are contracts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, it, is it illegal in which state, in which country? Because everybody, every country is different when it comes to infidelity. Every country? Yes. Okay, we are we live in America. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Just say it's illegal in America. Just say that because every country. Okay, you're right. You're right. Let me stop being so defensive. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So it is different, but in America, where this has happened, it is illegal. So there are laws there that are there to protect you once you kill your cheating husband, (laughs) which is crime of passion. And it's very, very complex. So don't think you're just about to plot and kill your husband and get away with it. No. If if there is any, if you are, if it is in the act, like as soon as it happens, as soon as you catch your significant other cheating, you can get off. But if it is premeditated in any type of way, you're not. So it's just very complex. I could be a whole lawyer, like 
at this point. I have watched enough forensic files. She's crazy with that. She's you crazy with that. So I know, like, like I don't watch forensic files because I think people who kill other people is effing psychos, and they don't have. Not all the time, Caleb. I just explained one to you. Majority of them are psychopaths. Psychopaths. No, they're not. Majority of them are regular people, just like me and you. And something happens, and they flip their shit. So no, you you gotta hear the stories, bruh. You gotta hear the stories. Megan was a school teacher. She taught the third grade, and then she came home and seen her husband sleeping with her cousin. And boom, she shot both of them, and she got off. You gotta hear the shows. You watch too many of that. It happened, like. But it, what happens if it if it happened to you in real life? How, how would you react? My ass shouldn't have been cheating. Like he could get off. That's the law. Like what? They got to change that damn law. No, they don't. Because That's it happens. That's it's literally a state of mind. It's deeper than just like I'm mad as shit. I'm about to kill my. No, it's a psychological thing. That's why it's even a law in the first place. People have been. Tr- Proven to flip their shit, flip out, go black, bl- go blank in the head when they are when they find out their significant other is cheating, especially if they catch them there. This stuff usually happens either in the home, at a hotel, over somebody's house. Yes, like, well, we just named all the possible places that it could happen, but it happens. But here's the thing: they got called an Airbnb. How to? How is that possible? How is that possible? Airbnbs are so convenient and like easy to book. Moral of the story is if you're going to cheat on your significant other, don't get caught. Plain and simple. Dio, do you think these people do it and think, oh, I'm about to get caught one day? (laughs) No, they don't. If you're cheating in general, just don't get caught. If you get caught, that's your fault. Anyways, um, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, follow me on IG at Always Grind and Prosper. Follow Kayla on IG at Firecrotch. Yes, that's the name. That's the that's the name. Uh, subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, wherever the hell you get your podcasts from. Rate it, review it, like it. Give it five stars. We'll love you. If you don't, then you don't support us and we're inclined to think that you are a hater. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. So uh, until next week, stay safe. Wash your hands. Oh, and. uh, Oh, and uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes, we love you guys so much. You're amazing. Yeah. uh, Take care of your moms and. uh, Make sure you get your mom something. Don't be cheap. Or if you don't have the money, just say you love her and happy Mother's Day. Get her a card. Or go to church. Steal it if you have to. Don't steal. (laughs) Don't steal. You're on camera. Don't steal. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening, and uh, we will see you next time or next week. I'm out.